Hello, I'm Liz Shannon Miller at Lizlet on the Twitters. And I'm Ben Travers at Ben T. Travers on the Twitters. And you're listening to IndieWire's very good television podcast, broadcasting, not actually live, but we're here in the same location for the first time in a very long time to, uh, here at the TCA press tour in Los Angeles. I don't know if this is going to result in better or worse sound quality for you guys. I hope it's better. We're in a room that is very fancy, but it's also kind of big, so we're hoping it's not too echoey, and yeah, we apologize if it is. Otherwise, just be happy that Liz and I can look at each other and improve our communication visually by speaking to each other in person. High five! You could hear that! We did it! Bonus. Bonus. So... Yes, we're, we're deep into the press tour, but the thing about the press tour is you guys don't care really about the press tour right now. You don't care about it yet. You're going to care about it in, over the next several months as we take advantage of the fact that we've spent two weeks in this ball, in this, in this hotel, talking to all of your favorite creators. Um, I've, I've shook, shaken the hand of uh, Patrick Stewart, and I am forever changed, for example. For instance, she's not going to wash that hand ever again. No. So that's part no. of it. No, it's great. Uh, so, but you know, we're we're gonna be rolling out everything we're getting from TCAs over the next several months. It's gonna be really exciting for you guys. But right now, that's not the story that television is consumed by right now. That's not what you guys are super passionate about. I mean, really, the summer, the show, the summer that we are all talking about is what is it, Ben? True Detective. Yes, we were talking about bad. it with that. We, 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 he's doing jazz hands. Uh, I can see them. Cause loose. I gotta loosen them yeah, up. Yeah, gosh. I'll work on it. Yeah. Whenever we do our live video podcast, I'll get it, get it ready. Oh, good Lord. Um, yes, so True Detective. And, you know, the critically acclaimed without flaw season two. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, we're, we're approaching the season finale. Everyone has had a different opinion of uh, at least... Whether it's good or bad as well, but the degree of which it's good and the degree of which it's bad varies wildly depending on who you're talking to. Um, I, I know I don't think it's perfect. I'm not going to be arguing that it's one of the best shows of the year. It's not even. It, I don't even think it has one of the best episodes of the year so far. Oh, wow. Um, the acting's been solid, but the point is we're, we're going to try to kind of talk to you a little bit about whether or not you should be watching the series finale. And keeping in mind that it is what people are talking about right now. Yes, it is what people are talking about right now. But there's also, let us not forget, there is a lot of other television you could be watching. I, myself, am not probably going to watch the season finale because... I have other things I need to watch, and also I haven't watched any. I haven't. I've, I've, I haven't watched it since the season premiere. A because I trust Ben utterly to keep us keep keep our coverage going, keep keep us living our True Detective Wire style. Happy to do it. Yeah, you're 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 killing it, man. Well, I mean that's part of the fun too, and and I'll, I'll keep this short. But like I I like even when it gets bad, it's still fun to discuss that. Even when you kind of have things that are questionable or people don't agree on. That aids in the discussion, and that's what I want to have anyway. I mean, that's what's what's interesting about it. Certainly, is the fact that even even the people who really have issues with it are finding facets that interesting or important to discuss. Like, I read a really good piece in Salon about how the character of Ani is a really important one, and you've also been a big champion of hers. Uh, and you know, so I think it's 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 at the very least like 
interesting to have there as a conversation piece. But we did want to also present the concept of what are you going to watch if you're not watching True Detective? Yeah, there's definitely, I mean, this is still Sunday night, and it's the summer, so it's it's not quite as busy as, as you know, Sunday nights have passed. But, uh, I mean, there's a lot of options out there, so mm-hmm. you don't have to necessarily be watching True Detective. So we're going to try to kind of walk you through some of your options and then discuss a little bit about whether or not this is a good choice or a bad, a better choice or a worse choice than watching the finale itself. Fact. So first up on our list of things that will be airing at the <laughs> same time as True Detect- the True Detective season finale is uh, the little TNT boom, they know drama. <laughs> boom indeed. Uh, it's a show, The Last Ship. Now, <coughs> we haven't really talked about this show at all this summer, even though it, in... I feel really bad because I really wanted to like it when it premiered last year. Like, it had a premise that really intrigued me. And unfortunately, it wasn't very good. Yeah, it's one of those shows that's fairly disposable. Um, I've only seen, I think, maybe a full episode, maybe two, I'm not sure, but definitely a few clips. And I, I was mainly drawn to it just because I like the lead actor. I like Eric Dane. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's what a else solid we, lead. What might we know Eric Dane from? Oh, you know, McSteamy. That's pretty much it. That's all I know him from, anyway. You watched Grey's Anatomy? You bet I did for like mm, five seasons, I think. Good lord. Hey, I like my I like my <laughs> nighttime soaps when they're good. I can get into that. No problem. But, uh, but yeah, The Last Ship, I, I, I would not say it's worth checking out over True Detective, if only because... One, you could watch it anytime, which I recently found out uh, TNT offers their episodes online. Oh, very uh, just good. Go to TNT's website, and you can watch a lot of their shows if you so desire. So, if you need to watch The Last Ship, if you want to know what we're talking about, it's actually, I mean, like, I wanted, I feel like I should say what the premise is because I did say it was a good <laughs> premise. <coughs> Basically, a, uh, a, a, naval ship of some sort goes on, like, essentially what it, what's like amounts to a communica- communication, uh, a blackout, like yeah. for some sort of covert stealth reasons, and when they come back, they find out that basically the world's gone to crap because of a virus. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's a it's basically a post apocalyptic story, but it's there's a lot of survival and a lot of like you know now they're like now there are new factions of you know Americans and so forth um, around. And uh, yeah, I, I always like to think of it as kind of a, a sequel to Failsafe, so to speak, like. If failsafe had actually gone down, what happened afterwards? This is what happened, and there was one ship that was left over. Exactly. It's not of that kind of high quality. So the value I think is is in watching True Detective and having the ability to have that kind of conversation with people about what happened in it. But I mean, you could go either way if you really, really love the legend. I mean, yeah, maybe maybe you're a big Adam Baldwin fan and you haven't read anything he's written on the internet, so you are still an Adam Baldwin fan. Who knows? <laughs> Don't ever read anything Adam Baldwin writes on the internet if you want to remain an Adam Baldwin fan. Yeah, it's really important. That's very good advice. Um, so yes, I mean, the thing is, I very much doubt, gentle listener, that you actually watch, you know anyone who watches The Last Ship, so if you do decide to watch it, no one will talk to you about it. And frankly, I doubt a lot of you are watching the next option that's out there, which is one that I've seen, I think, four or five episodes of now, and I've absolutely despised... Well, I don't want to say I despised it. It's not something I hate. It's just something that's pretty worthless. Which Whoa. is uh, the Stars series Power. You are so mad at Power. I really don't like Power. And you it really bothers don't. me that people like Power, and it bothers me because there's nothing to like about Power. 
I mean, I haven't seen Power, but it is a big <laughs> rating success for stars. Like, it has a fan base. I was surprised because it, as when it began, it wasn't a huge <coughs> rating success. Like, it wasn't drawing in a massive crowd. It was kind of a middling audience, and it built it up a little bit over the course of the first season and over kind of re- repeat viewings. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's garnered some fans out there, but frankly, I, I just I don't find anything new, fresh, worthwhile about watching that. I mean, the acting isn't anything... How dare you insult the acting talents of Curtis 50 Cent Jackson? Well, I don't... I mean, what does he do? A cameo? This is where you are. Okay, whoops. Uh, So, (laughs) turns out public spaces in a hotel aren't the easiest places to secure for podcast recording. Yeah, we were a little interrupted there, but the the point is, in case you didn't catch it, just don't watch Power. I mean, uh, citing similar reasons to The Last Ship, no one's going to talk about power. No one's going to come up to you and be like, did you see power last night? No one's going to be like, did you hear who died on power? Or did you, you know, hear You're that not, terrible you, I mean, line on power and care that it was a terrible line because they're all terrible lines on power? Sorry. God, I'm getting too mean. You are. Well, you, in case you were wondering whether or not Ben's making this up about how much he dislikes the show power, the entire elevator ride up to a new location <laughs> was spent talking about how much he hated power. I don't... And that's the thing. I shouldn't say that I hate it. I shouldn't be this mean about it. Because honestly, this is one of the things I don't like when people talk about True Detective. And they make it into this one-note conversation where, like, yeah, everything about True Detective is bad, so I'm going to make fun of every single thing that's happening. That is absolutely not the case. You cannot make an argument that the acting across the board on True Detective is bad. You have to admit at least certain things about the show still work even if you do believe that overall it's just complete garbage. but Are there actors who people are saying, uh, yeah, that person actually is bad? Yeah, I mean, uh, up until episode seven, I think a lot of people were pretty hard on Vince Vaughn. There were some people who liked him early on. There were some people who would you know, blame the script more than they'd blame him for what was happening with it, and that was where I lied. I thought Vince was doing as well, if not better, than you know expected with the material given to him. Um, but yeah, he's he's kind of come into his own a little bit. I know a lot of people didn't like Taylor Kitsch. I know a lot of people love Taylor Kitsch. So like, I mean, there's there's definitely some debate going on about that sort of thing. But there's a lot of snarky bloggers, tweeters, writers in general out there who just want to make fun of every single thing that happens, and it doesn't work that way. Like, I, I don't like engaging with those people because there's it's not a it's not an intellectual debate anymore. It's just trying to be the snarkiest person in the room. Yeah. I mean, my strategy with True Detective right now is just, I'm just going to continue to make fun of that bit in the first episode where the lady says, get that dick over here. <laughs> that's just, that's just that's my go-to. Honestly, I mean, it's not bad. Right now it serves as a pretty good callback because there's so many more lines that are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, And some are ridiculous in a good way, some are ridiculous in a bad way. Obviously there's people who'd argue exclusively one direction or the other, but... I mean, it doesn't seem like the philosophy of the show has been as big a part... No, they've, I mean, they kind of pushed that aside along with Rust Cole's character. Like, that seemed to belong very much to him instead of the show. Uh, I think people wanted to believe it was part of the show, but it's, it's, it, was, it seemed to identify much more strongly with that character, and there's not somebody like that this time around. You'll still get a few bits of, of kind of strange bits of wisdom, like uh, in Episode 7. I mentioned this to you earlier. Uh, Rachel McAdams' character, Ani, said something about how... A uh, prostitute shouldn't isn't on this earth just for fucking, and then the prostitute countered with everything is fucking, and that's like one of those moments where you either sit back and go, "Is everything fucking?" or you're like, "That's a dumb line. That doesn't make any sense." 
So. I mean, yeah, I don't. I I, I have to hear it in context, but. <laughs> I don't think you need to think too much about it, but yeah, it, it's better in context than how it's presented. What I respect about it, though, is the fact. What I respect about the show's decision not to play into those, in, play into that, though, is the fact that it, it's there isn't a character to drive it. Yeah. Like you know, it, it made sense for Rust Cole to talk about this sort of st- uh, talk of highfalutin philosophy while riding around a car with Woody Harrelson. It doesn't make sense. This it doesn't make sense otherwise. Right. Yeah, I completely agree, and it's one of those things where it's definitely an element that people miss because it was just such a fun part of the original series but or original season but uh i mean he really is trying to do something different this Mm -hmm. year and whether that works or not is a different debate but at least he's sticking with his guns completely random aside has there been a line this season on par with you are the michael jordan of being the son of a bitch oh no 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 okay that god that's one of the best it's one of the best lines, and one of the best lines to use as a gift retort, you know, ever. Yes. So, yeah. No, it doesn't quite beat that. Uh, so, yeah. Again, to sum up, True Detective over Power, but there yeah. is another show, another premium cable drama, that I don't know if either one of us are really qualified to speak to. We are not qualified <laughs> to speak to Ray Donovan. I've been hearing, I've been hearing interesting things about season three. I've been hearing like the adding Katie Holmes to the cast wasn't a bad idea, apparently, and. Uh, I've always really liked that cast. That cast is amazing. I it just never hooked me, and I should give it. I feel like it's. I feel obligated to give it a chance, especially because, especially because it had it, it, until recently it had a female showrunner, which is always nice to see. Um, it's nice to support Showtime for doing something like that. That said, will I? Will I? So I, I'm actually going to say that I would rather I would rather watch a little bit of Ray Donovan season one than watch the True Detective, <laughs> True, True Detective finale. But I will also say. That a I'm already planning not to watch the True Detective finale. <coughs> I'm also, you know, but also you know I could wait to watch. It's not it's it, Ray Donovan maybe airing at the same time, but it's not essential viewing. Yeah, that's pretty much where I land as well. Again, not being that you know close with the show, I for every good review of it. I see, I also see a bad review. Mm-hmm. For every positive, there's a negative, and for me, that basically equals neutrality, so I haven't engaged with it as much as I guess I should have, considering it's in season three, and considering it, like you like you said, there's enough respectable critics out there saying good enough things about it, plus that cast, I mean, if you would have told me five years ago that Lee Schreiber was going to be in a TV show on Showtime, I probably would have told you I'd be watching it. And who so, is it who plays his dad again? Someone great. John Voight. Yeah, who, John freaking Voight. Who keeps getting Emmy nominations and Golden Globe nominations. Like, he does... They do very well for that show. So, yeah. I, I... Yeah, I'd, I'd say if you're a Ray Donovan devotee, then I don't think there's any shame in sticking with that over True Detective. If you're going to pick one at random, like a new episode to watch, I guess if you were going to start Ray Donovan, maybe there's some validity there, but... Otherwise, I'd still probably side with True Detective just to see how this mess ends because it is one giant mess. You know, you know what the weird, weird end result of this entire podcast might be is you convincing me to watch True Detective. The True Detective goal. I didn't know if you'd catch on this early. Mm-hmm. I was hoping I might be able to, you know, wait a few more minutes, but uh, but yeah. you, you figured it out, Liz. I'm very sneaky, yeah. but not as sneaky as you. You are the truest detective of this episode. Am I? Probably. Maybe. I mean, uh, between the two of us. I'm not figuring anything out, that's for sure. Well, um, next on the list that we have here is the 
What the goddamn things? What is it? Explain the sports thing to me. Explain the sportsing thing that's on our list. Well, on my ongoing mission to remind people that one of the biggest elements of television is sports and the need to watch sports. Uh, at the same time, the True Detective is airing, which, by the way, has a very strong masculine demographic. Mm-hmm. The very first official NFL game is airing as well. Right. And it is a preseason game, so technically it doesn't matter. It doesn't who who are the teams playing? The teams playing are the Minnesota Vikings against the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Hall of Fame game, which is always the first game of the season. It, it takes place in Canton, Ohio, after they induct the Hall of Fame, ah. the new class into the Hall of Fame. Um, so if you're a devoted fantasy football player, you may want to check it out to get a better read on your upcoming draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, there'll be a lot of rookies being played in this game. Not a ton of hot prospects, but still, there'll be a few if you want to keep your eye on it. And the biggest thing is, it's live. I mean, all these other shows we've mentioned, you could record beforehand, watch it later, you wouldn't really be that lost. Especially since, you know, True Detective comes on at 8, you could watch it, you know, it would be done by 9, you can start something at 9, you still are going to bed by 10, which isn't that late, so you could get a couple shows in, and you'd you'd be fine the next day to talk to people. But the football game is going to be three and a half hours long, so if you want to devote it to that, you can. My tiebreaker, since I'm the sports guy here, is... uh, I mean, it's preseason. We don't care. <laughs> I'm going to watch True Detective. As a man, I'm going to watch True Detective. But yes, consider this our regular, regularly, regularly scheduled shout-out to the fact that broadcast television is being kept on live support in large part by live events like sports. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why CBS has their Thursday night football deal You know, this year mm-hmm. again. That's why the highest-rated show on TV is Sunday night football during, uh, you know, during that first... Or the, I guess the third and fourth quarter of the year, and we're looking forward to in in, in January Fox using the uh, using what is it the Pro Bowl uh, to launch the X Files. Oh yeah, it's literally their biggest sports event of the year. Oh god, is it? it, it I don't it's, like, it's like it's like it's like it's like yeah, it's they no they don't have the Super Bowl. Okay, so it must be well, it could be the NFC Championship game then. That might be maybe that's it. The Pro Bowl usually it does okay, but it doesn't get huge rankings. I bet it's the championship game. Okay, that's always massive. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 something they're relying on pretty heavily now, especially that advertisers want, so mm-hmm. it's out there. It's something to think about, but yeah, I'll, I'll stick with True Detective for one more week. <laughs> Spoiler alert for most of these, it seems like Ben is going to say True Detective. Well, we've also been structuring this a little bit, in case you haven't noticed, <coughs> kind of from worst to best, so we're yeah. getting a little bit better, a little bit closer to kind of bridging that gap, so let's see what, what's the what's the next option on the list. The next option is airing on HBO 2 at that time. Ooh. Yes, the other HBO. Direct competition on the HBOs. Yes, head-to-head matchup between True Detective Season 2 finale and The Drop starring Tom Hardy and apparent, what, how, it, apparently a puppy of some sort. Oh yeah, it's the cutest dog in the world. I mean, and you're not qualifying that in any way. You're saying you are putting you are putting all other dogs up against this dog and finding them wanting. Yes, I am. I I I'm, I mean, honestly, I'm a cat guy. You I are like as I'm. I'm a cat person cats, as well. But I do love a good a good dog, especially a good cute dog. I mean, Tom Hardy with a cute dog is pretty great. James James Gandolfini is also in the film, which is a nice addition. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great movie, honestly. Uh, it's from my favorite author, Dennis Lehane. Uh, based on one of his short stories, they adapted it. I think it's one of the best. It's t- that's a tough call. I don't, I don't know what I'd do, Liz. Would you, have you seen the drop? Did you watch that? I them? haven't. No, and I, I honestly, this is another. I, I think you've got me convinced on the drop. It's, it's a, it's a very 
well executed film. It's it's a intricately paced movie where they kind of slow it down, but there's a lot of tension and a lot of kind of a slow build towards something. It's it's exciting. I, I don't know. I'd I'd recommend it for sure. I hate to ask this because I don't I I I, I don't want to spoil anything. But I also know that there are people out there in the world who get very upset if anything bad happens to dogs in a movie or TV show. How concerned should they be about watching the drop? Are we talking John Wick? No. No, 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 no. Thankfully, no. That would have been another tragedy on par with John Wick, which, I mean, obviously is a great film. Great film. Whew, those first ten minutes are tough. Um, that puppy is so damn cute. It does. The dog comes into play in a way in which it was hurt, <gasps> but that's as far as it goes, okay. and that's not a spoiler towards anything. Okay. So that's all right. Should be should be okay. Then. Okay then. Okay yeah. then. So that's that's something for my dog loving friends as well. Yeah, and I, I'm going to call that <coughs> if you're keeping track and you really do want, if you care about how we're structuring this strange episode, I'll say that it's a tie, and I wouldn't blame anyone who watched the drop over True Detective. Yes. Um, but then coming up right after, where is where is this airing? Do, do you remember writing it down somewhere? The where next the next thing on our list. Oh, the next thing's airing on uh, MTV. Oh wow, good choice. Uh, MTV will be re-airing Clueless, that classic <laughs> 1995 film. And I I'm not fucking around when I say it's a classic classic film. I would agree. Um, holds. I actually ended up rewatching it this weekend for something else. Holds up perfectly. Paul Rudd remains. A terrifying monster that also just happens to be incredibly charming and has remained incredibly charming ever since making this film. A terrifying monster who's like whose quality of monsterhood is not aging. Yes, he just is the same person for decades. He's he's a vampire. He's yes, a vampire. basically Paul Rudd is a vampire. Right. I mean, but in the best way possible. Yeah, and I mean that movie. I can't disagree. That. I think it's an absolute classic. I haven't seen it probably in a few years. But it's definitely one when it's on TV, it's hard to turn off. And it just celebrated an anniversary, which is the reason we're including it on this uh, particular discussion. Uh, the rest of these are all premieres. They're all new to either television or... Uh, well, new to television is exactly what yeah. I um, But Clueless just celebrated an anniversary. There's been a lot of think pieces about it, so it's kind of out there. People are talking about it a little bit again. If you... So maybe you want to revisit it. Yeah, if you wanted to, if you if you decide if you did on Monday morning, were like striking up a conversation with your coworker at the very least, and they were like, "Hey, what'd you do last night?" Oh, I watched. Uh, I, I we watched uh, uh, Clueless. That movie holds up. That's a lovely little conversation to have with your coworker on a Monday morning. And you're gonna be happier come Monday morning, I think, no matter what. I mean, even if you know, True Detective, they solve all the crimes and everything is hunky dory and. Uh, Ray and Annie get married and a white wedding and Vince Vaughn is the best man and you know they all bought well, shares what if, of what the if, corridor. What, what if what if Vince Vaughn crashed the wedding? <laughs> oh, 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 well done, Liz. Thank you. Uh, special guest star Owen Wilson. Even if that happened, I think you'd still still be in better spirits come Monday morning if you watch Clueless. So that's that's a tough one too. I, I'd. I'll stick with the new and watch True Detective in this case, but I ooh, Clueless is a good, good movie. Yeah. Then, and then the final thing on our list is a really tough one, because yep. this show is actually something pretty special. We're talking now, the, 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 the last thing we were, were, the last thing really competing with True Detective for your eyeballs at 9 p.m. on Sunday evening is Humans, uh, the AMC series. Uh, starring William Hurt and a bunch of British people who I like a lot. And 
it's a really interesting show uh, with a lot of a lot of big ideas behind it, but also a real interest in developing character that in characters both robot and human. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it has William Hurt, so William Hurt's in it, so that's good. Yeah, so that's, I mean that's a pretty big deal. He's kind of he pl- plays a relatively heartbreaking character because oh, uh, he's it's. Uh, He's like he's one of the original inventors of robots, and he, uh, but and he has like an original model robot that he that is basically like his son, Hmm. and the government. This is this is all in the first episode. This isn't a huge spoiler at all. But like the government keeps trying to take his son robot because the son robot is malfunctioning, but also the son robot is like the one the only robot that the son robot remembers his wife his now dead wife. It's really sad. Um, and it's just like a beautiful, beautiful little contained per- performance by William Hurt. It kind of reminds me of that Frank Langella movie where it was um... a Franken robot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which it's it's like that except with a human, right? A yeah. human looking robot. Much more, that... Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I've heard great things about humans. I feel bad that I'm not current on that show, especially since it's on AMC. Especially since it seems like a fairly bold endeavor for them. Uh, you know, because it's it's got a good element of sci-fi to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a lot going on, you know, under the surface. It's got some great actors in there. Um, everything I've heard and read about it indicates that it overall is a much better show than True Detective has been on season two. So, I, I mean, I'm not going to just start picking it up come Sunday. I have to review uh, the True Detective. True Detective season finale. So. Yes. I'll use that as my excuse this time, but I mean, that I would, I, I, I'll be, humans. I'll be watching. Uh, I would much rather watch humans on AMC. All so right, way to go, AMC. Well, we've gone over a lot of options, here, <coughs> and it, it, we've pretty much settled that I'll watch True Detective. But you've had a, you've got a lot of choices. What are you going to do Sunday night? Oh man, I mean, humans is looking strong. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a solid pick. You could start Ray Donovan though. I could start Ray Donovan. Or you could watch Sportsing, which is always a good choice for you. I mean, I I do love my Sportsing. You live for it. I know. That's it's. I I, I do the sports all the time yeah. on the televisions. Uh, but I mean, that feels like actually though a nice way to segue to our regularly scheduled uh, wrap up feature, uh, best thing next thing. Because and I'll just say that uh, the best the best thing I watched uh, last week was you're gonna get mad at me. Oh God! But I really did love the final episode of Wet Hot American Summer first day at camp. Oh, okay, that's fine. I thought you were gonna talk about something else. Like I was, what? I thought you were gonna keep the sportsing theme going and talk about that other star series that we mentioned on the elevator. Survivor's Remorse. Yep. <laughs> And I didn't watch that last week. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. All no, right. no, uh, that, yeah, you would really be mad at me about Survivor's Remorse. Survivor's Remorse is a show that Ben and I should really actually, like, full-on do an entire episode about because we're both mad. I, I found it really unexpectedly charming, and Ben is super mad at it. And I, Yeah, I, I don't hate it like I dislike power, but I do disagree with the argument's for it, so, right? Yeah, it would be a it would be a heated debate, but I have to watch a lot more of it. A lot of people um, say it's better than Ballers. That'd be a tough call right now. I, I, I hmm. Ballers for me is something that <coughs> has enough. It's executing well enough so far and holding enough potential to really create some things down the road that I I lean more towards that. Even though Survivor's Remorse is much more of a comedy than Ballers is, um, 
But anyway, I think what you started to talk about was what Hot American Summer yes. season finale, which I'm not going to disagree with you too much, even though we've gone over this before. I wasn't a huge fan of the series as a whole, but the finale wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, the, we've, uh, we we actually went to went so far as to update our review. If you went to IndieWire.com and read our original review, you saw our unspoilery, unspoilery thoughts, and then... We went back and added a few more, slightly more spoilery thoughts. Um, we didn't get super deep into it, but I there's a lot of great stuff that happens in that final episode. A lot of jokes that really worked for me. A lot of great performances. Um, a big action set piece, which you know I'm always a fan of. And I mean, there there were it wasn't perfect, but I definitely feel like it brought the series to a conclusion that I'm really happy with. Honestly, that action set piece you're mentioning was. Uh was surprisingly well done for me. Like I, I, I'm a big action fan, and I wasn't expecting, I guess the, the choreography, the commitment, and kind of the camera work even. Like I mean, it was it was well done. I was impressed. Yeah, that is a big compliment from Ben, who, by the way, does not like did not think that the fights fight choreography in Daredevil was well executed. The Marvel no. series. Oh, that that long take was a joke. I mean, the 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 missed punches in that, the phantom punches, they make the Godfather look like they're connecting. I mean, it was that was hoof. Do another take or two. Like get some professional stuntmen that you can actually make contact with. I mean, Stallone let himself get hit in the ring for Rocky. You know, these people can get hit when they're wearing, you know, whatever they need to be to protect themselves. Sorry, another tangent. That that rant was that Ooh. rant was basically my, my my Christmas present to Ben. I'm losing, five nights in advance. I'm losing all of my <laughs> all of my credibility by hating so many things that other people love right now. Yeah, you're doing great. And I don't want to be a hater. I want to love things. But, well, Ben, um, tell me what the best thing you saw last week was. This is gonna. This is so much worse after this last tangent. I have been watching the Mindy Project <laughs> because <coughs> mainly because my girlfriend likes it. Mm-hmm. Partially because I'd seen it before and I thought it was fine, but I'd never really got that engaged with it. But I always liked Chris Messina. I've always thought he was a very talented actor, and he really does hold the show together. It's almost a it was almost a perfect pairing for New Girl, if only because the shows themselves are both so incredibly flawed, mm-hmm. but they've got the one character that just holds you together the whole time. Right. New Girl has Schmidt, Chris Messina in the Mindy Project totally got me through as much as I've seen, which is too much, but yeah. it's entertaining. Like it, it it works because of him. Chris Messina dancing to Alaya is something I go back to a lot. That's solid. Yeah. yeah. And then also doesn't he do a... How, how far are you? In? He does a striptease. Yes. I knew where you were going with what, what song yeah. does he do that to? Um, I actually don't remember. I think it was... I don't remember. Yeah. I think it was something Jersey-based because he seems to like well, he loves the he loves Springsteen, but it wasn't Springsteen. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. But if you know the answer to that question, write in. Yeah, or, feel free. Give us a give us a shout. But yeah, that's not a bad choice, though. I feel like, and you know, it's coming back. Uh, yeah, I was curious about it. I've, I mean, with the Hulu season four coming out, you know, whenever. Um, <coughs> it's not necessarily something I'll be chopping at the bit to watch, but it will be nice to have the background and see kind of the transition because it's interesting kind of like community with Yahoo it doesn't mm-hmm. have to change that much but it will it'll feel different so definitely so um, the next thing I'm looking forward to is a sad thing to talk about but I am looking forward to seeing how Jon Stewart wraps things up on Thursday night with The Daily Show I think you know we've been we've been built it's been built up for months now uh, they've been you know 
uh, the regular pop-ins, semi-regular pop-ins from various famous people to introduce clip montages of Jon Stewart doing things has been really fun, and especially as especially as the title cards get more and more weird and inaccurate. <laughs> that's been a really nice building joke there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think, I mean, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna. I think there's kind of a. He's doing. He's gonna do what he wants to do, and in that final episode, I think it's gonna be nice and fun, yeah. and a little sweet. I don't think it's gonna be quite like when when Stephen Colbert went out like in this like blaze of pop culture ridiculousness. I think I think John Stewart's gonna probably take a little more, you know, m- m- measured approach. Yeah, I would imagine it'll be very personal between him and his audience and. I concur. I, I I don't even think I could say that I'm looking forward to it because it's just such a it's such a loss. But uh, if you going back to our original topic of the episode, if you could only watch one thing on TV this week, watch The Daily Show for sure. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, at the very least. Yeah. It's almost like it's funny, like thinking about like a big event like that, and it almost feels like you know it feels like something like, oh man, do I need to go to the box office get tickets for it? Like I know, yeah. Like. It's an appointment kind of thing, which is rare in TV these days. So, mm-hmm. and it, it's a much more important appointment than, I mean, especially the True Detective finale. That's something that will be fun to discuss and and debate and you know go over. But I mean, I feel like the end of an era is coming, and being there with John Stewart is important. Yeah, so. for sure. So, I mean, that about wraps it up. I think we'll try to do a second pop we might even be able to talk to each other again in person a second time yeah before 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 you leave return before you return to to your home and i return to the unending slog that is tcas <laughs> but in the meantime whilst you are here you can be found ben on twitter at ben t travers yeah that's right and i'm pretty sure you're at lizlet on yes. twitter and that's with an i and an e in that order yes well yes yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're nailing it. We're right. just nailing it. Very good. Very good indeed. And uh, you can go. Please go to please go to indiewire.com. Please make our bosses happy. Yeah. Please go there and read about read all the interviews and features and reviews that we do. We do it just for you. You right now listening to this, it is just for you. It's kind of weird and creepy how we know exactly what you want to hear about. But we know and we're doing it because we are doing it just for you. Exactly. And and we've got some more people who are coming into our, our podcast community. Make sure you listen to Screen Talk with Ann Thompson and Eric Cohn. Make sure you listen to our newest podcast with Editor-in-Chief Dana Harris and her celebrity guests, like very important. Celebrity guests. Uh, IndieWire Influencers, which is the name of that. So uh, make sure to check those out, too. Um, they will very much appreciate it, as will we. And I hope, I mean, <laughs> you can, they'll love it. The listeners will love it. If yeah. they listen to us, then, I mean, they're going to do fine I mean, with we, the other two. Listening to Ben and I nerd out about television <laughs> is exactly like listening to um, an esteemed, edit, or esteemed editor-in-chief talking to some of the most important people yes. uh, working in, in the film industry. It's the it's equivalent. Exact same thing. Oh, um, special shout-out to uh, Sunday Rose Holt, who included us on a, very sweetly on a list of yeah. her favorite TV podcasts to listen to for The Daily Dot. That was very nice of you. Uh, Sunday. I apologize if I'm totally saying your name wrong. but We, we never pretend to be good with pronunciation. We never do. But uh, we do appreciate that, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, it, it, we we should include a link to that article so that people can find other good television podcasts to listen to. I'll do my best. 
Meanwhile, this has been a very good television podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and keep watching television.